Welcome back to the Weekend Warrior Show Recap Podcast. I'm Tyler from the Unemployed Architects. I'm going to be talking about my shows this last weekend. I had my two-night show in Davenport for the month, and I also played, uh, in between those two nights, I played at the Run for Respect in Pontiac. So I decided to do the first two shows solo, and then the second, uh, or the third show, rather, I decided, uh, well... Laurelyn, Blair, and I decided to do that one together. So, um, Friday, Friday night, the solo show, I went down pretty early. Um, I, I had to bring a second sound system so that way I could go straight to Pontiac after and then have a sound system in Pontiac separate and leave the one for Davenport kind of all set up. So, I did foot percussion Friday night, Saturday night for the run for respect in the middle. I did um, just acoustic with my JBL. So Friday night, I went pretty early. I got in around seven, had a couple hours to set up. So I pretty much set, set, set up until the time I play. I think I had about a half hour maybe by the time. So it took me about an hour and a half and I brought a lot of stuff. So that's probably why it took me so long to set up. And I knew that I was setting up for the next night technically, um, I wanted to get everything as close to plugged in and ready to go for the next night as possible. And since there was going to be, you know, me, Lo, and Blair, um, I knew that I would need a lot of stuff and it's a really loud room. But the, the show, again, the, the, it was a little, I couldn't really find a groove that night, that Friday night. It was like, um, I just couldn't get in the flow. I don't know what it was. It was, it was, uh, there were songs here and there where like I felt good, but it was it was hard to keep the momentum going. And I mean, I'm playing a lot of covers, so when I would play, you know, a few covers here and there that would grab some people, you know, it would kind of get me going a little bit cuz they'd be into it. And then uh I I don't know, I'd play like one song that maybe they didn't recognize as much and kind of suck the energy from the room a little bit. But I mean, it's always a little slower on Friday night than it is Saturday night, and um, like it didn't get busy till probably eleven, so that last hour, and I was I saved a lot of good songs, so it was a pretty solid set the last hour. I, I think it was just like a little too loud or something the night before, and uh, anyway, so then I got done, and I still got a lot of compliments, people who were into it. I, I just couldn't quite get to that feeling I was looking for, and. Um, and uh, I would touch on it, but I wouldn't like stay in it, I guess. And, um, maybe I was preoccupied with thinking about the, the drive home and stuff after, but anyway, so I, after the show, uh, I kind of packed everything back and took a few things that I would need for the show in the morning. I left, well, I went and got some food at the place called the office down the street that, um, it's really good, like, bar food. I always get their steak quesadillas. And they have these uh, spicy crab rangoon uh, egg rolls that are really good. So I got a few of those. And that took, like, <clears throat> an extra 25 minutes because it's all prepared, like, right as you order it. <clears throat> so anyway, got probably got on the road around maybe 1.30. Took a little over two hours to get home. I had to stop at Walmart right when I got into... And I went to Pontiac, so when I'm saying home, that's what I'm talking about. I didn't drive back to Bloomington because I knew that if I had to 
go to Bloomington to um, sleep and stuff, then I would have to get up extra early the next night, which would be pretty pretty rough, I think. So I had to be up there. The show was at 10 for the run for respect in Pontiac, so I would have had to leave super, get up super early, leave super early. So I went all the way to Pontiac just so I could sleep in a little bit later, but then I ended up having to stop at Walmart to get some like sleeping clothes and stuff like that. But, um, so ultimately I think I got about four hours of sleep, um, for the show, for the run for respect show, which I woke up for that and I was like, oh, my voice sounds like garbage. I played a little bit too long the night before I had a couple, couple encores I ended up and did that night. So, um, you know, I was playing for about three and a half hour. I didn't even take a second break on the Friday night because, I, I felt like I would lose the crowd if I did that. So, um, anyway, so I, uh, you know, got up with very little sleep and my voice was pretty shot, but I tried to, you know, stick to my routines as much as possible as far as the caffeine and the, um, other things that I, the alpha brain and stuff like that, that I normally take for the show. And I, I ate a little bit, which I don't think it was a bad idea necessarily, but usually I fast for a long time before shows. So um, all I did was eat some bacon just to have something in my stomach for the um, show. I didn't want to be, like, starving. But um, anyway, I ended up and I got... I left later than I was hoping, of course, and uh, I got up to the show around 9.15, which I was really shooting for 9 but since I used the JBL to set up, it was pretty. It was pretty straightforward. I, I, I kind of forget when it's just me solo how little time that thing takes to set up. So I ended up with about ten or fifteen extra minutes um, before I started. And every year I always forget that they they uh, at the run for respect. I play it, play it every year. It's. Um, but they, it's, it's, it's always fun, and there's always people, and it's a good cause, and um, I usually make a little bit in tips, so it's, like, not completely for charity. You know, I at least get my gas money paid for, and this year was, like, the biggest year. I guess there were 500 people there. So, I mean, it's good good to be in front of that many people and play, but they, they always use my PA for the announcements and for the awards and stuff, and I always forget, so they I didn't bring long enough cables, so they had to, like, step stand right next to the sound system, which you could tell they weren't super excited about. But uh, I don't know. I didn't have a lot of communication with the people that were running it. And like I said, I, I just always forget how it how it is every year because it's like they make a bunch of announcements, sing the national anthem, and then, like, they all go and run while I play a little bit. But, like, within 10 minutes of me starting, it's completely cleared out because everybody's on the one-mile walk or the 5K run. Um, so I'm pretty much playing to nobody for a long time. I ended up in tune down, half-step down, just because my AM voice, and I was worried anyway. Um, so it actually, surprisingly, was, like, fine. Like, I thought it would be tougher to um, get through the set, but since, since I'd have to be thinking a little extra hard. But since my voice was lazy, it was, like, easy to sing a half-step down. And then I was worried that later I wasn't um, going to be able to sing in standard very good, but that didn't really end up in, uh, happen either. So tuning, tuning down was definitely the right choice. Um, and I think for the most part it was a fun show. It just would have... 
would have been cooler if people were like around the whole time, but it was like at the beginning and at the end, I had a good crowd, and I made way more tips than I normally do, which was definitely cool. It definitely made the show extra worth it um, to, you know, drive from Davenport. So, and then after that, I drove back to Bloomington. I got an, another hour of sleep in. I had to restrain guitar, and then we hit me and Lil headed to Davenport for the second night. And we got there around 6.45, and everything was mostly set up, and Blair was already there. And uh, I don't know. It was, uh, it was a really good show. That was definitely my favorite of the weekend, the second night in Davenport. Um, I'd, I'd been recently, I watched this Queen documentary, and I was just like... Really, not too long ago I watched the Queen movie, which I wasn't super pumped about as far as I feel like they didn't really show a lot of the struggle that he probably would have had to go through. And I I know that maybe that's not what they were shooting for, but as a musician, that's the part I enjoy. You know, the the grimy hard parts that nobody really knows about or sees. I guess that's ultimately why I'm doing this podcast, because (laughs) talking about, uh, you know, all the all the nitty-gritty as well as the ups and downs. Um, but anyway, so I ended up and watched the documentary after I saw the movie, which I liked the documentary a lot more because they talked way more in-depth about pretty much every part of uh, Queen. And there's just something about uh, Freddie Mercury that was just, like, so prolific was just, like, his confidence. I mean, he had so much confidence on stage and just... He could control a crowd like no no problem, and uh, so I've really been trying to even on bad songs or bad shows, been trying to bring a little bit of that into my show and just being more like more of an entertainer, I guess, instead of just a performer. I don't know, I don't know if that's the right way to describe it, but I, I'm you know trying to be more confident and try to kind of lead lead the crowd a little bit more. Um, and Saturday night was just, I feel like that I was on point as far as that goes. Like, uh, everything sounded really good. Having Blair there, something about having Blair there that just makes everything like so much easier because he's carrying half the weight. So like, I'll play a song, I can put my all into it and then I can kind of lay back and let him do a song. And, you know, even on his songs, I have fun just kind of playing guitar on and then Laura Lynn as well. She she definitely takes some of the weight off of both of us. So, I mean, having all three of us there, I think that's kind of the, the, the benefit to playing in a full band, you know, is that you have different... When you're playing just acoustic by yourself and you're having to do all the sound by yourself, you know, it's a lot of work for one person. So when you have more people there, you can lean on everybody else at different times kind of the focus gets taken off of you for like a few seconds so then when the focus is back on you you can really like give it your all and uh you know when when one of us is like really really feeling it 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 makes it much easier for the other people to kind of get in that zone as well so like on my songs where I'm really feeling it, Blair maybe plays guitar a little bit harder and a little bit, has a little bit more fun. And then when it comes to his turn to kind of sing a song, you know, he's he's like more into it already because of the last song, you know, sounded really good and we had fun. And there's like, between all the singers, there's, I would say like a little healthy competition. So it's not like, you know, some nights Blair has a good night and I have a bad night. Some nights 
uh, you know, Laurelin's having a bad night, but Blair's having a good night, and I'm just kind of in the middle, you know, or vice versa. It could be any combination, essentially. But so it it brings your game up a little bit, though. So if you're just playing by yourself and you're having a bad night, it's hard to get out of that funk, you know? You're just like, oh, why can't I make any of these songs sound good? But then if you're playing with somebody else and they're, like, doing really good, um, it gives you, like, oh, I need, to, I need to figure this out. I need to try a little harder, so that's part of it. And then also you have more fun on their songs, and that kind of brings you up to that performance level. And getting to that performance level uh, is, is a tough thing. I, what, what I was saying about the Queen movie or the Queen documentary is that, like, a lot of the footage from when Queen performs live, especially that Live Aid uh, performance, I mean, to get to that level of performance is just... Uh, it's 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 a hard place to get to. I think some people obviously have a little bit are born with a little bit extra in that department, and uh, some I, I think it can be learned a little bit because I have certain nights where I feel like I am there, and then I have other nights where I'm not even close. So, and there's lots of X factors. I mean, how much sleep did you get the night before? How much? Uh, what did you eat that day? Uh, how, how much have you been playing? How much have you been practicing? All those are factors um, as to to kind of tell whether you can get there or not, whether it's even really an option. But playing in a group, I think, definitely is one of those things, kind of what I was talking about just a second ago, is like playing in a group can get you there sometimes faster, but there's also a lot of things playing with uh, more than one person that is tough. It's hard. There's a lot of egos, you know. I probably have a big ego. Uh, I mean, everybody does that plays musician that plays music because it's like we're pretty much in front of an audience saying, "Hey, look at me," which is a kind of hard thing to do uh, to to really just wrap your head around. But um, you know, so you have to have a little little bit of ego to even start that. And then, like for me, you know, I write songs, so you know, I must think that I'm good at it or else why would I do it you know um so that's kind of like the down the 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 negative part of playing with the group you you can hit much higher highs for sure and that is you know a lot of fun when you hit those highs but the lows are pretty rough because you know you can you whereas when you play solo it's like kind of a nice medium like your lows you still have lows you still have highs but they're just not as extreme I think um and with a, with a full band, it's like there's a lot of cogs and lots of things going on at once. So if one of those is just a little bit out of alignment, it's felt all around. So I don't know. But anyway, ultimately what I was getting at is that that Saturday night show in Davenport, Iowa was awesome. I had a great, great time, uh, good show, good audience response. I felt like I was on point with the crowd participation and crowd um, as far as the, the crowd paying attention, and I felt like I, w- I was I was leading them a little bit, and that that's uh, something I want to get better at for sure. But it's a it's a hard thing because you have to <laughs> to be that guy. You have to have a very high, especially to do it for like three or four hours. You have to have a lot of energy. You know, you have to have a lot going on beforehand, and that's just. Um, some days isn't possible, you know, just like I was saying, there's a lot of X factors to, 
um, get there. So, but anyway, that's something I'm going to definitely be focusing on. Uh, and that's my plan anyway, for at least a while. And I go through phases, like I'll go see a live show and it'll kind of rock my world a little bit. And then I'll be like, Oh, I need to be more about, about the entertaining part. And then I'll play shows for like months and months and it'll kind of get less and less and I'll get a little more jaded and, you know, have some bad shows and then I'll go see, you know, I'll, I'll watch a, a different documentary about a different band or I'll go see some live music that kind of blows my mind and uh, kind of gets me back to that place where I generally want to be as far as performing goes. Um, but anyway, so those were the shows this last weekend. This week I got uh, Friday I'm at Joe's Pub here in Bloomington. Saturday, I'm at Clayton's Tap up in Morris, and then Monday night, playing on the radio for uh, Weft Sessions, and going to be recording uh, video as well. So we'll get the audio after we play, we'll try to sync it up to the video, put those together. Anyway, thanks for listening, have a good rest of your week, and we'll talk to you next time.